I um I have some terrible news, everyone. Um, it didn't work out with Dane, so we've um replaced him with Dwayne. Um, I'm Arnie Joe. Welcome to Movie Bars. How you doing, Dwayne? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a pleasure to hear someone that's enthusiastic. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so uh, yeah, this is <laughs> the this is Movie Bars. Uh, we uh, do a bunch of math to determine the best and worst of a certain topic and um, aggregate that math. You know, it's IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, the box office, the budget, anything you can think of, we think of, and we put it into a spreadsheet and determine the best and worst. So, uh, Dwayne, did you do? Um, did you have a look at what we watched this week? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Resident Evil. <laughs> so, what do, yeah, what, what specifically did we watch this week? We watched Resident Evil, so the first one, and Resident Evil 5, which is called Retribution. Yep, Resident Evil Retribution. Um, this, these, this, these subheadings mean nothing. The, the subheadings for all of them are absolute dog shit, trash, clickbait. They're like film poster clickbait. You know what I mean? Like movies, TV shows, anything that has anything with like a word that's like um i-t-o-n on the end of it you can guarantee that that has nothing to do with the film at all well a lot of like the subheadings mean nothing now like everything is there's like how many movies come out and they're called something rises yeah rising yeah. and it's like that made sense with the dark knight rises because it was a theme and then since then it's just something rises or reborn or something like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it means it means nothing. So, so this is a this is a bit of a double header. This is uh, the best and worst of the Resident Evil franchise, and it's also um, the best and worst of the ones directed by Paul W S Anderson, P T Anderson's um, sad older brother. Um, I did it a little differently for the math this time. So, like, you would would you say, Dane, that these aren't critic movies? These aren't movies for the critics. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, I certainly don't think so. These that aren't he has these aren't made to get any form of critical acclaim. These aren't designed to win awards. These aren't designed to, um, you know, be lauded critically. These films are made for, I guess, twelve-year-olds and horror fans or something. Fans mm, yeah, of the franchise, I would say maybe. They're, yeah, they're made for like you know twelve-year-old boys. Yeah, and like and like genre film fans, you know, people that kind of like B grade genre films. It's kind of for them, you know. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's making it for them though. No, yeah. Well, again, I, I'm. This is just the. This is kind of a point I'm making. I can oh, see like, that that's what they enjoy it. Yeah, like a genre. Yeah, if you're genre film I can, fans, might. I can tell you that genre film. There, are, there would. I'm, I'm. I can tell you right now that these movies have fans and not just twelve year olds. They're well, ma- there's six of them, so they may yeah. they may have been twelve when they first saw them, but they're not twelve now. Uh, so yeah. anyway, to to my point is that so what I did was I didn't actually uh, use the critical um, the critic based critical reception for these ones to do the math. I thought that was kind of a moot point because all I was reading was critics just shitting on them, which is totally mm. fair. 
But I thought looking at box office and budget, looking at the audience scores, I thought was would be a fairer way to judge these films. Um, yep. So that's how we ended up with the first one, Resident Evil, and the fifth one, uh, Resident Evil Retribution. Um, before we get into specifics, what what are your what's your overall opinion of this series and this is a this film franchise as a concept? Ugh. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, you know, man, I don't give a fuck. Uh, you know, I, I kind of. I like that they exist. There's some franchises that I'm like, just get that out of here. You yeah. know, I don't have a problem with with this stuff, but it's it's um it's not for me. It's not for you. No. Did it? Did these movies make you actively mad? Hmm. Yeah, I was getting a little irritated. It was more eye rolling. Eye rolling. Again, so I I have a bit of a completionist complex, and um, we were out of internet. Um, for a little while because where we, we live there were these insane storms and um, I just so happened to have the DVD for the first one um, and you know we talked about doing this and um, I watched it and part of my brain was kind of like I now need to watch all six of them <laughs> so, <laughs> so over the last couple of weeks and such I've proceeded to watch all six of them and I can tell you that I am simultaneously in love with them because of how absolutely dog shit they are and how openly dog shit they are, but also incredibly frustrated because they're so blasé with story and consistency through them all, it's infuriatingly fucked. Like, yeah. these films are actively fucked, and that's both the reason I love and hate them. Um yeah, like, w- was it a bit... You, you only watched the, fi- the fifth and the first one, correct? Oh, it was really frustrating because before this, I'd only seen the first one and the fifth one. Right, okay. And then you came up with your determination that we had to watch the first one and the fifth one. So, I've seen those two twice. Right. And I haven't seen any of the other right. ones. So, what if I told you that this, that this film franchise, right, always ends on a cliffhanger? There's always always a cliffhanger. There's always something setting up the next movie. Now, what if I told you that only once in the entire series does what they set up at the end of a film is what they follow through on in the next one? Uh, Yeah, that makes sense. So, at the end of the first one, she wakes up in the city and it's empty and there's zombies around. And that's kind of the setup for the second one. That's followed on to a T. Now, in mm-hmm. every single preceding film, what they set up, they they what they do is they they spend give it about five minutes, if that, in the next film, and then proceed to just tell a different story. It's like they go, "Oh fuck, actually, that's not a good idea. We'll just do this other thing." But oh, we'll, we'll kind of reference what we were trying to do and set up in the last one for like a few minutes. I would think that it's probably like. Oh, uh, that's probably too expensive to do that. Yep, yep, yep. So let's quickly answer that, get it out of the way, and then we'll do this other cheaper idea. So so at the end of the second one, uh, spoilers, everyone, if you haven't seen the Resident Evil franchise, and I'm sure, Dane, you don't really give a shit at these spoilers either. Um, mm. 
So at the end of the second one, it's revealed that she's controlled by a satellite and the bad guys are controlling her and she's a superhuman, right? And then at the, at the beginning of the third one, she's not being controlled. They completely just ignore that that was set up at the end of the first one, at the end of the second one. And then they proceed to only mention it once about 20 minutes near the end. And it's just like, what? Are you fucking serious? What the fuck? You know? And it, it, yeah. it was, I was just poking my eyes out. The end of the third one, she finds a facility where they're cloning her and they're trying to replicate her powers. And at the end, she liberates all the clones and she makes a clone army of herself to take down Umbrella Corp. Cool, right? That's interesting. What are we going to do here? We're going to have a five-minute scene at the beginning where all of the clones die um, and then that's completely ignored. Because that'd be too hard to do. That'd be too hard to do. So they have this really one expect. Uh, let's. I'll, I'll call it spectacular, but it looks AIDS. Like it's fucked. Scene, action scene, and then it's just like her locked in this prison with these C grade actors for the fourth film, and then at the end she finds a. She kills the bad guy. Um, and then she liberates a bunch of people. She actually has a team, so they introduce these like m like major supporting characters. And then clearly at the beginning of the fifth film, uh, by the time they filmed it, they couldn't get contracts for those actors again. So they kill them off screen and make absolutely no fucking mention of it, except for maybe like once for a second, and then proceed mm. to tell a different fucking story. And this just keeps happening. And by the last one, it was incredibly frustrating because it's just a joke like it's just like they've insulted me they proceeded to insult me five times with this and i thought you know what with the last one they'll try and just do something but nah they just scrap whatever fucking idea they had four years earlier and just tell a different story anyway that's kind of just my rant about how shit the storytelling is with these do you mind giving a um plot description for the the original Resident Evil film? Um, so, it's kind of a... So, okay, I'll just tell how, how, how it happens. Um, uh, at this um, corporate facility, um, they're doing some science and a, and a vial breaks and then a disease, a virus gets out and then um, everyone in the building gets attacked by the virus and shit goes crazy. Um, and then this chick wakes up Alice, who's the main character. And then, um, she gets attacked and she has no memory. Right. And then there's another dude and he has no memory. And then, um, a, a SWAT team comes in and they're like, yo, shit's fucked. Uh, there's fucking zombies. And then they, they go into like this underground facility and there's like this huge underground facility where they all work. It's part of the umbrella corporation. And then, and then they fight the zombies and people die. And then it turns out that Alice is a works for umbrella and is an undercover agent. She's trying to take him down because, because umbrella corp is um, evil and they run the world. And, um, and yeah, that's it. It's from your description, not really much actually happens in this and everything that does happen is avoidable and in incredibly frustrating. Would you agree? 
Uh, yeah, but like I like I was surprised to hear that you went to through to the sixth one. Uh, no, so I, and you I were enjoyed like, it. I enjoyed my experience. Were, but oh, okay. in, in a See, really I gave fucked up way, like I like to be mad sometimes. I gave up on it real early. It was like, oh, okay, you don't, you don't give a fuck. Like you're just, it's just. I think this dude has a few uh, stylish ideas in his head, and then makes a uh, like a, a poor narrative through line to excuse being able to get up to. Th- these sequences that he has in his head that look kind of cool sometimes i i don't Um, and then the rest of it is just mm, like nothing so i'm getting from your i'm getting from your tone that you didn't like this film no i very i really don't like this on any level uh it's not even they're not even bad enough to be enjoyable for me and they're not they're not corny and self-aware enough to be enjoyable on that level. It, it kind of just misses on every conceivable mark where I could enjoy it. See, I, I think this is the, the creme de la creme of crap because, because you have someone who can execute something, but every decision they make is bad. Hmm. So it's not like it's not like The Room or like movies that are like, aesthetically really 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 like this is a movie that's made with a budget that was Mm. made to a certain standard that can be palatable right um but the acting the story the some the visual effects the editing it's all just the wrong decision do you know what i mean yeah he's kind of like imagine uh Ubal and Michael Bay, and then he's kind of like in between. In between, that. yeah. It's like yeah. how he makes adaptations, but also like yeah. has a bit of an understanding of like visual language. Yeah, I guess. like Ubal is so incompetent that I I find his movies enjoyable to watch because they're shit. Yeah, and U- and uh, Michael Bay is so competent. Um, with his um visuals with his yeah visual visuals um and and is incredibly corny that i can enjoy them on on the other end Mm. you know what i mean yeah this guy is just not stylish enough you know to be enjoyable but he's got some kind of vision yeah he just can't execute it properly like some of this shit almost looks nice you can see he has some idea of what he's doing, but it just never fucking lands. And sometimes it gets so close that I could like see that maybe it was going to get good. Yeah. Like the 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 one thing that works for me is the is the bit in the laser room. Yeah. Where the the lasers <laughs> chasing them around. Like that shit was tense and it was cool when the guy gets chopped up into cubes yep. and it, but I was thinking like, he's just had that in his head for the longest time. That could be put and in any sci-fi movie though. Yeah. That doesn't really belong in Resident it. Evil. Yeah. He's just forced it into this movie because it's a sequence that he, he had in his head yeah. 
for a long time. And that's why it works. And the rest of it is just him being like, mm, how do I get them into this laser room idea that I've got? I, I just, I just want to like bring it back to the point, like the, the fact that this, the plot of this is so stupid. So mm. a SWAT team goes into this facility that's been locked down this, this motherboard, this computer, this Red Queen has no ability to message the outside world to say this is, um, this is a, what's it called? Like a biohazard. This is a containment field. She doesn't have the agency to do that. Mm. So, that's automatically, automatically it's stupid that they're coming in anyway, right? And then second yep. of all, when they do get there, they're automatically just assuming she's homicidal. They don't actually ask what happened. No character even questions why it's happening they're just going in to turn her off that's their job and it's yeah and it's dumb like it's just so dumb that that's why they're there you know like mm. if it had been a while and they needed to check and they and they were like uh going in to check the what has happened biologically like what has happened to the people and then they knew there were zombies then it kind of would make sense but i just don't understand why they're there apart from to move the plot forward they're, that's yeah, the only I, reason they're there i checked out very early on the part like at the beginning where she's like walking around the mansion i'm like oh okay it's kind of cool kind of creepy she goes outside and then a gust of intimidating wind blows leaves in her face and then she runs back inside and that was nothing but a cool visual yeah and then the swat team comes in out of nowhere yeah and i was like Oh, okay. You don't care. And I'm an idiot. If I start to think that you should, or if I try to piece this together and make sense out of it, I'm the idiot. Yeah. So I'm just gonna sit back and try and um, enjoy the ride. Yeah. I'll just watch yeah. the images move. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like the And sometimes that was okay. Like with the laser scene and, um, uh you know they shoot guns it's it the thing is like even if this movie has like a relatively decent budget like in today's standards 30 million dollars isn't nothing isn't much but um i guess for 2002 it was still something right and yeah this film is so lazy and it's visual ex like the thing is he he has he has concepts and he has some things that he can ex execute with the budget but a lot of it's just shot in with shaky cam in the dark so you, it's so dark you actually don't know what's going on you yeah, just and assume then there's moments and then there's moments where um you know you can see that he understands like dynamic lighting yeah but has has implemented it so poorly that it just looks like a set yeah and that shit blew me away more than anything. Nothing felt real in there. No, the whole thing looks like a set. And, and, and it's, it's, it's wild that uh, Mila Jovovich looks like a cosplayer as her own character. Yeah. Uh, well, that's for the fifth one more specifically. But, you know, the army, the, the, the SWAT team running around, like all their shit looks fake. It looks like props. And it's like... I know that, like, it doesn't have to look this bad. It you, just, it just does it because just does, you yeah. don't know what you're doing. Would you? Would you? Can you remember any line of dialogue in this film? 
Um, yeah, when um, Michelle Rodriguez gets bitten and then they're sitting above this thing and the zombies are beneath them and they're trying to get them. And then she's dripping her blood on him and she's like, yeah, you like that, don't you? See, that, that was that, that was kind of gross and, and very strange. So that <laughs> stuck with me. Unlike uh, Michelle Rodriguez. So she was like kind of my anchor point for this film, if you know what I mean. Like, So I feel bad for Michelle Rodriguez because she's like uh, a Vin Diesel, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Stallone, The Rock, like that type of shit. Like not good at acting, but passable and good at acting tough and is you know can hold a presence in front of a camera i think she there could be should good be good with the right material but she's not great she can't improvise she can't hold her own she kind of needs a project or someone to like make it better you know what i yeah, mean yeah but i mean like i good, could never great i could see her being in you know like the Rock is in like four movies a year where he just plays the same tough guy and yeah. just does action scenes. It's like she should have had a whole career of doing that stuff because at any time I watch her, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. But I'm never like, wow, what a terrific performance. I'm just like, she's she's cool. She's fun to watch. And she's she's good at playing she's a, a tough comfort person. Food. She's, she's a comfort food actor. There are just some actors that are like, they're, they're not necessarily great, but when they're in a movie, they do kind of like make it a better situation. Yeah, you know? but I think she should have like a whole shit ton of leading roles like for sure. action films. And I think she has none. She's always a side character. Like she's even in fucking Avatar as like a side character. <laughs> yeah, she's always this tough chick side character. And it's like, put her in a movie, like- Put, just call it like, you know, bitch with a shotgun and she goes around and fucking kills a bunch of bad guys. Yeah, who but like a sexually ambiguous uh, Latina woman, I don't think sells or at least they don't think she'll sell. You know what I mean? That would sell. Like the only reason that they say that that doesn't sell is because there's nothing to prove that it does. Yeah, but, I know. Like- you know, I'm just your, talking. Look, I'm just, I don't I'm just expect them to the do it, and I'm not. Su- and, and I'm not surprised that they didn't do it. But I was just saying, like, I feel for her because she's doing this shit, and it's like she should have had heaps of uh, like leading roles in films under her belt, and uh, like you know what I mean. Like she's in this shit. I just couldn't help but think. Um, like, she should have been the lead character in this. Like, she's playing this tough chick who's part of the SWAT team and is easily the most charismatic, interesting actor yeah, on but, the screen. Yeah, but, but Mila but Jovovich is a, is a, um, Mila Jovovich is like a model. Yeah, I get why they did it. I'm just saying it's bullshit. And, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Michelle Rodriguez was on set just, like, hating Mila Jovovich because it's like, bitch... You are a worse actor <laughs> and you're boring. And what is this? She has you know I mean? she has nothing to offer apart from being pretty. And and I'd it's I don't even she's not even my cup of tea. Mila Jovovich is rubbish. She it's you know she's married to the director, right? 
Yeah, she wasn't at this point, I don't think. No, Isn't this they, when they, they married met? They married down the line. But, like, it, for me, it, it's, still, it's still a bit fishy, you know? Uh, well, I think it's pretty obvious that, uh, you know, they, they kept, one well, didn't keep making, they kept making these movies because they kept making money. Yeah. But it's just sort of like he's directing these last few that came out just so that she has work, I think. Cause you know, what else is she in? Hmm. Uh, well, she's in, uh, Hellboy, the 2019 remake. <laughs> oh, and she's going to be in Monster Hunter, which is, uh, the next movie by, uh, Mr. Anderson. No, fuck it. What the fuck is Monster Hunter? It's another video game adaptation. Oh, God. The, yeah. the, that's, the, that's just going to be everything. You know, you know, he directed a, like a cult hit. Yeah. What was um, that? I've never seen it. It's called Event Horizon. Yeah, Event that, Horizon's pretty good. That that movie people say is like super underrated and is a really good example of like an overlooked sci-fi horror film. Um, yeah. Is it, it good? Is, yeah. Yeah, it's good. So it's maybe good. he should just do more original IPs then. Because everything else other than that that I've heard of him is doing is like fucking uh Alien versus Predator and the and, and this shit. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, the industry, they don't want original ideas. And he's not, you know, Christopher Nolan. No. I mean, if he's doing something, they'll be like, okay, well, you're the guy who adapts video games. Here you go. I mean, he might might come to them and be like, hey, I have my cool original idea. And they're like, what what do you think this is? Yeah. What what do you think we hire you for? (laughs) We hire you because you make make cheap shit that makes money. Who cares how good or bad it is? Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, he's... um, Oh, fuck, he did Death Race as well. Jesus Christ. This guy. This guy, man. Um... One of my, f- uh, I know I used the um, the audience scores to rate this film, but I just would really like to read the poetry that is Roger Ebert's re- uh, an excerpt of Roger Ebert's review for this. Have you read this? No. Um, where are we? Uh. Both Resident Evil and the sequel appear on Roger Ebert's most hated films list, published in 2005. In his review, Ebert described Resident Evil as a zombie movie set in the 21st century where large metallic objects make crashing noises just by being looked at. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a point. It's just like epic and just like, it's just a loud movie. Yeah, what's really weird is... The Miljovovich character, who is... I mean, this is 2002. We're still, like, everyone's trying to do the Matrix territory. Mm, oh, yeah, fuck. I, I totally so forgot about that. kind of, like, Neo in this. Yeah, she's the one. Except she's... Right, when I was watching it... Okay, you can answer this, because you've seen them all. Because I, I know that she has... Um, you know, genetic powers from the T virus. And that's why she's like a superhuman. Yeah. But in but the first not in one, this, not in this one. So in the first one, she's not, she's not. And also in the fifth mm. one, she isn't either. 
Yeah, I know. So she had her powers stripped, but she's doing the most absolutely ridiculous shit. But she's still doing the same. Yeah. So at the end of the fourth one, at the sorry, at the end of the, at the beginning of the fourth one, her powers get stripped. But then she's still like literally like basically flying at some points. Like yeah, I didn't even know that she had her powers stripped until the end of the fifth one, when he gives her back powers back. I'm like, oh. She had her powers stripped. And I had the same thing in the first one where the whole time I was like, wait a minute, how'd she do that? Oh, wait. Yeah. She has like genetic superpowers. And then, and then, and then at the end, it's like, oh wait, she didn't. Yeah. No. Yeah. So whatever. Again, yeah. if I start getting into this, I'm the fool. Yeah. It, it, yeah you, you, you grow more stupid by thinking about it. I, I made my, uh, this, these movies did start to annoy my partner as well. Um, yeah. Uh, so what's the, what's your favorite part of it? What's the one thing that if anyone said, can you at least give me one thing about it that you liked? What would it be? Um, the bit where she like leap, like jumps against the wall and then does a spin kick and kicks the dog in the face. Wait, does, wait, my Alice does that? Myla Jovovich? Oh my God. These are so fucked. Jesus yeah, that Christ. bit's really funny, and it makes a funny sound effect too. It's like, poof. Uh, she kicks um, the dog in the head, and it flies through the window. Jesus, it's meant to be like super badass, yeah. but it's just dumb. Um, I just have to say, um, for me, it's just Michelle Rodriguez again. Com- she's a comfort food actor. I like her. I want to like her, and I want to see more of her. Mm. So, um, yeah, but she gets. Like underutilized in this, yeah, yeah. But like still- you've got her for half the movie, like limping around, going, Ugh, yeah, she because uh, she's really sick. And it's like, no, if you have Michelle Rodriguez, you get her to do like cool shit. You get her to kill people. You get her to kick their head off and be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't really have anything else to say about this one. <laughs> do you have any closing statements on the original Resident Evil? No. Hmm. Um, quickly though. So the original name of these games is called Biohazard, right? Mm-hmm. What the fuck does Resident Evil mean? Uh, I think because the first one is set in a mansion. Right. So it's kind of like the residence of the mansion. I don't know. I mean, like it's. That's a stretch, it's, dude. It's a Japanese translation. They had to change like the Japanese makers yeah. or publishers probably had to change the title for the Western release. Yeah. So they came up with a different title. It could have meant like evil house or something. They could have said evil house and then that translated to resident evil. Yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. That's why I figured it's, it's probably something like that. It's I've only till recently realized how stupid the name is. Like it sounds cool, like Resident Evil, but yeah. yeah, on reflection, it's just really lame. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty corny, pretty average. So, um, can you wrap your mind around retribution and give us a uh, plot description? <laughs> okay, so in this one, um, it starts off with her in a house and she has like a kid and a husband and it's and she lives in the suburbs. Um, and then a zombie attacks 
and then she dies, but then she wakes up and she's in some underground facility. Uh, and then it turns out that she's in some facility that the umbrella corporation made, uh, which is like a bunch of fake cities designed to simulate a viral outbreak so that they could sell the, the results to other nations. Um, and there's a team of bad, not, not bad guys. Um, not, uh, just mercenary. Mercenaries. Yeah. Yeah. And they're breaking in to save her. And, uh, then they just have to shoot everything and fight monsters. Yeah. To get out. And then they, uh, get out. Yeah. So for, for me, this is, I don't understand why there was another one after this, because this feels like a greatest hits. Mm-hmm. For me, from seeing all of them, this film is kind of just like a like a, a copy paste, cut and paste. Uh, what do you call it? Mosaic? Is that what it is? A like a um, collage. A collage of just elements that clearly fans praised from the earlier ones, and even mm. bringing back like dead characters and just having repeat lines like "You're all going to die down here." It's just unashamedly like nostalgia for something that's like not that old yeah uh yeah it was 10 years later this one came out yeah and i i don't know i find that just michelle Rodriguez. yeah it's almost as if he doesn't give a shit no he doesn't give one fuck also i love in your plot description you completely gloss over the fact that there's the five minute there's the one minute scene at the ending at the beginning trying to wrap up the ending of the last one Oh, oh, well, that was the one bit that I liked because I remember from the first time I watched this movie. Yeah. Um, that, uh, there's the, this opening, uh, sequence that's backwards. Which, yeah. And it's all, it's like, um, they're on a, a boat, like a, a big, sh- uh, like ship army battleship. What the fuck are those things called? Barge. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, they're on a big boat and um, <laughs> there's helicopters and, and shooting at them and they're dropping guys onto the ship and they're shooting back and, you know, but the whole thing is played backwards and it's kind of entertaining. I thought yep. it was pretty cool. And I was like, okay, shit, maybe I'm in for something here. And then cut to uh, the suburbs. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no. Cut to um, Miljovovic literally looking at the camera, explaining what has happened in the other movies. Yeah. Uh, which is really boring. They do that in every single one of them. And then, and then, we then they play the the the, the backwards thing again, but they play it in real time forward, um, and it sucks. It looks as shit as Resident Evil does. Yep. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that sucked. And then they cut to the, yeah, where she's then in a house uh, in, you know, the suburbs. Um, It's so fucking awful. Like, it's clearly all these things. It's like everything in the film was pre-thought of as what can we put in the trailer 
to make it look like something cool is going to happen in the film, to make it look interesting. Because I think the, the, the reason that they're in the suburbs at the beginning and the zombie breaks in is because around this time, Walking Dead was getting popular. Mm. Um, but it, so you can put that in the trailer and people might want to go and see it because Walking Dead was uh, popular. Um, but then they have to excuse why that is happening. Uh, yeah. And so you come up with this nonsense of they were making fake cities to simulate virus outbreaks. Horse shit. Doesn't make any sense why they would do that. And then when they're in one of the fake cities, you get to see what one of the virus outbreaks looks like. And it's just zombie Nazis. Huge, oh. yeah, it's just like <laughs> two huge guys with axe hammers that they shoot and then oh, they die. And then see, they're like, oh, that's the simulation over. See, you missed it. That's a throwback to one of the other films. That's one of the nostalgia bits. How that is that scene, a throwback? That's what, a throwback. Yeah, though that guy is in the fourth one as like one of the big bads. So that that scene is just a throwback. Just to go, remember the guy with the hood on and the and the weird axe thing? He's in yeah. this one too. Yeah. How ugly would you just say this film is? It's it's fucking disgustingly ugly, right? Yeah, it looks worse than the first one. Did, did the, you notice the, the CGI is a, the CGI is a lot better, but I think that's just because it was ten years. I later. don't agree. I think the CGI looks worse because the, the, they're the high, in the so first much, one compared so to like relying on it in this one. Everything the, relies on it. Even her face has been fucking CGI to make it look younger. <laughs> Okay, well, I was thinking specifically about the liquor in the first one looks shocking. The what, sorry? The liquor. The liquor. You know that monster? Oh, the liquor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have the you hunter. played any yeah, of the games? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I thought you said, uh, sorry, my brain went straight to alcohol. Okay, no, no, no. The Okay, no, no, no. The liquor in the first yep. one looks terrible. And then the the big one in this one doesn't look good, but it looks a lot better. But mm. I think that's just because... You know, it's been 10 years and technology has improved. See, my issue is more that everything, all of the environments don't look real. Mm, and all the CGI bits that. look poorly rendered. Yeah. I guess they kind of excuse that a bit by it being literally not a real environment. Uh, and I'm not talking about the sets. I'm just literally talking about how the in scenes, how the actors sit in front of a green screen and not look like they're in the environment. Yeah. That happens so much and it's gross. Like, because again, they're probably putting all their time and their effort into the big monster thing that people aren't rendering the actors into the scenes properly and it looks like <laughs> dog shit. Mm. Every, like, yeah. why did they CGI her fucking face? Did you notice that? No, I didn't. They, they, they did a, they, they did some softening to like, hide wrinkles oh okay well that would be why to make it look younger. yeah but it's unnecessary and it's distracting i was getting some really uncanny valley vibes from it you know what i mean like she just didn't yeah. look real enough i get that from her anyway because she doesn't look a look or act like a real human she's sort of like a mannequin she do you think she's a nice person in real life Millie Jovovich? yeah definitely not Definitely not. Why? Because she's a a model or something. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Mm. But also just because um, that comment she made about people being critical of Hellboy. Yeah. And she's like, oh, trust me, this will be a cult hit. And she, like, her rationale behind that was because Resident Evil was. So, therefore, she thinks that if she's in a movie, it will be a cult classic. Like, she's an idiot. I actually uh, think it's insulting to call these films. I, 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 I guarantee you they have their fan base. There are other people that are- following. But no, people that you, love this you shit. cannot call it a cult following when it makes $240 million. Why? Because it's not a cult following. It's popular. It's part of the zeitgeist if it's making money. Oh, yeah, a but I thought like a cult following is like, um, you know, the people that l- like it, love it and go crazy for it. And then everyone outside of it thinks it sucks. Where like- I, see, I I, can't, I I understand where you're coming from, but like, I don't know. Like for me, it's it's above it's above that. Like, would you say would you say the Fast and the Furious has a cult following? Good point. Yeah, good point. You know what I mean? Like, it's part of the. It it does have its fans, yeah, and there too, are people too big for it's that. Too also, big for does that. it? Also, is anyone really going fucking ape shit for Resident Evil? Is it more just like people are watching it because it's like, hey, it has like a certain element of style to it and it looks kind of unique. I I personally think it's just people know what they're getting themselves in for. Yeah. You know, they know that they're not going to see something great, but people like to see things that are safe. Yeah, you get to watch a hot chick shoot monsters. Yeah, and you're like, I remember seeing the first one yeah. 10 years ago. Oh yeah, let's go and see what's happening now. Yeah. You know, and people see these things out of habit. I see a lot of these franchise movies out of habit. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh yeah, this one's out. I got to go see it." And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I get no, let I get down that. a lot of the time, but it's I'm I'm just a shill. People are shills for this shit. I yeah. don't think it counts as a cult following, though. I think that that's... No, I agree with you. You made your point with the Fast and Furious thing. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, Michelle Rodriguez is back in this one. I know. Yeah, again, I, was about to, I was about to get... Again, to- completely used in the wrong way. In the first Resident Evil, he has her spending half the movie um, limping around, looking ill, and doing nothing. And then in this one, she plays... A, a clone of herself who is a um who's like a soccer mom yeah but that but she also is like the big bad at the end as well yeah but you know that's not the main part of her like mainly we see her as that soccer mom version of herself so you 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 probably thinking to yourself who the fuck was the blonde bitch no i know that that's jill valentine yeah because you play the games don't you yeah. So you remember that that this is a reference to Resident Evil Five, and her appearance yeah. in that one. And I, I never liked her with blonde hair. I thought it was stupid. I preferred her original getup. Oh, I just know her as Jill Valentine. Right. What she's doing there, uh, I have I have no idea. I didn't think I was supposed to care. Oh, okay. So th- that's a. I think this was made almost concurrently with Resident Evil Five. I think, mm. or maybe it came out a little bit before, but you know, like she's been brainwashed by Wesker in the in the games, and she's like a super soldier that's going up against um, the main characters. But I, she, 
her character appears in two, the second one, and you don't we don't see her until this one. Right. Um. So like, it was kind of like meant to be like a big thing that her character's back. Wouldn't it have just been more effective if it was Michelle Rodriguez, um, as that character? Oh yeah. I mean, there's just so much. You see, I don't even get into that because there's so much that you'd have to shift around to yeah. make this stuff palatable. Yeah. Um, like to just even make it like a passingly good film. They, see, they made her the secondary villain in this. Do you know what I mean? Like she's mm-hmm. the secondary villain and it's kind of like, Oh, like just make her the villain. You know, you have your main character, a character that's not from the games, have your main antagonist to be someone that's not from the games. Don't try and shove down our throats references to the games, especially when you're doing them so poorly. Yeah, I don't like the references to the games because it's just weird because I'm watching the main character be this completely made up character who has no place at all in the video games. No, none. That's always been the, that was the really weird thing about these movies is that, so the original Resident Evil was influenced by cinema more than video games. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. I I read this a long time ago when I was more of a video game guy, but um, I'm pretty sure that's the thing. They they wanted to make it more like a movie Mm. um, than a video game. And um, they're, 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 they're more slow-paced games. They're survival horror. The um, first few so, are, yeah. Well, the first batch, there's um, there's two of them that are just action games. Five is just an action game. Five and six are just action games, yeah. Well, there's elements of six. Leon's story in six is horror. Then the other two aren't. Right. Uh, anyway. Um, so, for them to take this uh, series... And with the first one, they turned it into like an action film that was trying to be more like The Matrix than Resident Evil. Same with the second one as well. Yeah, it's really weird to see them doing that because it's it's more of a it's it's more like the Devil May Cry series, which was sort of like a spiritual spinoff to Resident Evil. Yeah, with like the crazy fucking backflipping double gun holding action. It's Capcom as well, isn't for. it? It makes, yeah. Well, like Devil May Cry was originally going to be a Resident Evil game and then it got too weird and different from that series. So they turned it into its own thing. Yeah. But these, these movies feel more like Devil May Cry with their preposterous, bullshit that they have going on like yeah like i said like she dual wields guns all the time and you have like just absurd action scenes Mm. and i don't i I don't think this guy from the very beginning wanted to make a resident evil movie no he just wanted to make these really slick action films yeah it's it's interesting they you're like the mo- the games wanted to be like movies and these movies want to be like video games. It's yeah. it's really bizarre. The first one is its own thing. The second one is even more matrixy than the first one. The mm. third one just wants to be a Mad Max film. And then from four to the final ones, they're literally just shoving so many references to the game in that they want to be the game. It's weird. Yeah, because the fourth one, that's when he came back, right? 
Who? Yeah, yeah, that's when he came back. And that's when I think they, they just started really ramping up all the characters that are that appeared in um in the uh in the games. Like, yeah, because he clearly had no interest in doing it. It was just such a like, you know, just throw this in there, throw this in there. Just okay, we're getting paid. Mm. I mean like it's insulting how much Mila Jovovich doesn't care about being in this movie. No, no. Um, like, she looks bored. I'm just going to, like, throw out my opinion there from watching them all, if it wasn't up to the audience and the critics. Um, the only one that I'd tell people to, like, maybe see is the third one. Mm-hmm. I, I watched the third one uh, years ago, and that's what made me stop watching them because I thought it was boring and shit. Mm-hmm. But after watching them all, it's actually the most competent one of them all. Um, yeah. And I looked into it. The guy that directed it's the dude that directed Highlander. <laughs> so, okay. he, like, he, it's it's funny how he actually made a difference, you know. But, um, I don't know. Like, I, I enjoy these films for the wrong reasons. They're so mm. incompetent. They're so false. They're so fake um, that this is the kind of movie I can switch my brain off with. Um, mm-hmm. movies that are like, like I don't get stoned. So movies that are like so bad, it's good tend to just make me actively angry. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this is the, this is my kind of equivalent to that where I'm like, oh yeah, I can literally just be a puddle of just fat on a couch and yeah. accept my See, existence. I do, I do enjoy movies that are so bad they're good uh, it's you know i probably seem uh probably seek that out more than films i genuinely enjoy um but this just doesn't hit that mark for me mm. it's just it's slightly too competent and it's, it's it's cynical but not even like so like i like those um you know cynical huge blockbuster movies because I think it's funny that they cost $250 million. Like cats. Yeah, that type of shit. But, um, you know, or even like the DC movie, like Justice League and stuff. That's funny. But this one, it's just too cheap and no one cares and it made money and, you know, it just sucks. And it's not, it's not corny and tongue-in-cheek enough to be enjoyable. Oh, no, it's deadly serious in everything it does. Yeah, there's a few moments where you think like, okay, yeah, you're just, you know, you're just having fun with this, you know, where it could, you could see it becoming something like a, you know, crank or... No, Fast and the Furious is a good example of Yeah, Fast and the Furious, that type of thing, but it never hits that mark either. It's just kind of floating around in big pile of shit, Mm -hmm. and uh, so... Yeah. Do you have anything no. um, else you'd like to say about this movie specifically? Mm. What's what's your favorite part? Wesker. Wesker. He's, really? He's just, it's so so shit. The, the, he's the most bland actor you could possibly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I'm just I look at him and I'm like he isn't a real person. His slick back hair and wrap around sunglasses and oh, just them trying to do that you know matrix equilibrium yeah style in 2012 Ugh, so cringy and the, embarrassing i i have to quickly note the fact that leon's in this film did you notice leon 
Uh, I didn't know that that was meant to be Leon yeah, until I, I looked it up on Wikipedia I d- and I, I was d- like, that's not Leon. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I got two. It's Carl Urban. Yeah, I got two. two not it- Carl Urban. What's his name? Keith Urban. Oh, fuck, yeah. yeah, Keith yeah. Urban. <laughs> I got two thirds of the way through the movie before I started laughing really hard because I realized that it's meant to be Leon. Yeah. <laughs> they just got the yeah. most boring looking motherfucker to play him. Why yeah, can't you just try? Like Leon at all. Like, can't they just fucking try to get someone that's at least interesting or no. like, or at least name recognition? Like with the fourth one, they got, um, they got the dude from Prison Break to play Chris Redfield. Okay. And that was somewhat inspired. Like, at least it's someone that if anyone's seen Prison Break can at least go, oh, that's someone who can act, not just mm. generic actor three. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, oh, this one, the whole cast is just made up of dudes. He looks Probably like- before they got this role, we're considering maybe they're going to have to do porn soon. Yeah. But he looks like if, if we were to make a sim house- and we had to put Leon, like make a sim of Leon. It would look like this guy. Yeah, it's mm. this movie sucks. Like <laughs> it made me like I can tolerate this shit, but you know, and I, I really don't want to hate these films because you know, wank critics hate them, and I'm like, no, nah, but surely that that you know, there's something there. Uh, and and I and I miss the days of you know your mid tier blockbusters. You know movies that cost like sixty million dollars and like made Blade or something. Yeah, that type of shit. Mm. You know, but you know, so I thought it was kind of endearing that you know a six one came out in twenty sixteen because it was like oh cool. You know, I hope they keep making that shit and they keep making Underworlds because. You just don't see movies like that anymore. And I watched this and I was like, let him die. Did you, did you hear about all the fucked up shit that happened on while making the last one? No. So two, so they didn't actually get production insurance for (laughs) the cast, the crew or anything. And (laughs) a stunt driver whilst doing a stunt was like riding a motorcycle and they didn't, raise a, a, a camera crane and um she fucked herself up real hard I, i'll try and read it where is it uh during filming Djokovic's stunt double british stunt woman olivia jackson was severely injured when her motorcycle collided with a camera crane leaving her in a medically induced coma for two weeks she'd been re- riding at a high speed without a helmet leading to the accident ripping off half her face and crushing her facial bones. Among Jackson's injuries were cerebral trauma, a, f- a crushed face, several arteries in her uh, arteries in her neck, a paralyzed arm, several broken ribs, a shattered scapula, broken clavicle, torn fingers, and a thumb that needed to be amputated, and five nerves torn out of her spinal cord. Later down the line, a couple of her arms had to be both her arms had to be amputated. Sorry, I was just laughing because you said a couple of her arms. Oh, yeah, both of her arms. Um, and then a second accident occurred when this guy was, like, crushed to death by a um, an army-issue Hummer. Like, it was placed oh. on a rotating platform and it fell off and just crushed the dude. Like, how fucked up is that? that yeah, this is what shit. happens when mid Some final destination deaths. Yeah, that- that's what I was thinking too. I'm, 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 I'm not laughing. I, I apologize. Like it's, it's sad. 
it's so it's what really so what up. happened they didn't get insurance so that means that like, anyone that gets injured they actually have to pay for their own medical and did that so the production didn't end up paying for their apparently not and apparently um they claimed that they did have insurance so these people signed on and were misled mm. Mm. oh my god how fucked up is that um it's yeah. it's it's really disgusting and it's shit like that that um ruins it for everyone else you know it's mm-hmm. shit like this that makes it difficult for us to cross the street while filming because yeah. some motherfuckers are using hummers and crushing cunts, you know. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, it's fucked. It's just so fucked up. And I think this might be the trap with mid tier, mid tier films like this is that they 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 have to spread the budget so thin that they leave out things that are important, you know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, they I shouldn't don't know. leave out insurance though. That's pretty. <laughs> if you have any stunt you need insurance you know um, yeah that might have just been an accident yeah or i don't something. know I yeah don't know. i mean i don't know but uh yeah i got nothing to say about that that's just mm. fucked um so what are your ratings for resident evil and resident evil 5 oh um okay so resident evil 1 gets um gets four four farts out of ten because it has some has some decent moments um and sometimes the atmosphere is interesting and it has a certain amount of style to it that you know makes it possible yeah um but overall is quite quite poor um resident evil 5 gets uh, a two because um, sometimes it's laughably bad so you mm. might have some a bit of fun watching it and um, the, the 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 editing isn't the worst I've seen and it's not that boring either no, no. it kind of chugs along and you're just like well this sucks but hey it'll be over soon it's not it doesn't fuck around and waste your time that much so mm. yeah two two farts two farts. I'm um I'm gonna be giving the first one two farts out of ten. Um, it's not great. Um, I enjoy it, but you know, like I have to be like absolutely unbiased with this when I give it a you know score. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I'd be giving it ten because I, I love shit like this sometimes. Mm. Um, so two farts, and I'm giving I'm giving Retribution three farts because it's so ridiculous. Um that it's it's a far more entertaining film in my opinion it's fucked and it's really crazy and shit but that as a result has made it a much more enjoyable experience for me yeah it is um yeah it's it's it it is more entertaining to sit through than the first one because it's it it's more um more action-packed and ludicrous definitely um, so it's actually your week to suggest something. Uh, what do you want us to watch? Um, do you like spaghetti westerns? I'll watch whatever you suggest. I like everything. Okay. I've just now forgotten his name. <laughs> Sergio Leone? Is yes. That- yes. Sergio Leone. Oh, I'm excited for this. So the best and worst of Sergio Leone. 
Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Um, keen as a bean. I have a feeling I might know what they are. Maybe. Who knows? The math will tell. Thanks for listening. This has been Arnie, Joe, and Dwayne. Bye. Bye. Bye.